Welcome to Living Truth Everyday Podcast. I am your host, Vanessa Sabalo. We will be talking about God's truth, how to walk in it, how to be sharpened by it, and how to live it out every single day. Let's jump right into it. Welcome to Living Truth Everyday Podcast. I'm your host, Vanessa Sabalo. I am truly excited because this is episode 11. And I have the pleasure of having my good friend Janet on with us today on our first co-host. Can we say that? Yeah, we're going to co-host this podcast. So thank you, Janet, for being on with me. Oh, it is my honor. Thank you so much for inviting me. Uh, I'm very privileged. Thank you. Yes. (laughs) We will not tell you how long it took us to get this going right here. Because as you guys know, this is an on-the-job training thing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, some things just require a little bit or lots of grace. Let me tell you, we were praying. Janet was singing. We were, we were, get, we're, we were going to get this audio together. But Sweet. glory be to God, we are here. And I'm excited. Um, Janet, let's start. Absolutely. Let's, <laughs> let's start. So... As we're here, let me just say this, um, you know, as as I bring people on, uh, one of the things it's like, I don't really want to have an agenda. I want it to be where we have like a couple of questions. And it's just so much spirit led because that's how we live our Christian life is to be led in the spirit and allow the Holy Spirit to do a work and to, you know, say some things. Um, I'll start with just kind of how we met. Uh, we met through a uh, another sister in the Lord who she had opened up her home to do a life group, a cell group. I think those are the major names people use. Yes, small group. Small group. Mm-hmm. And she had opened up her home to do a small group. And that's how I met Janet. And ever since then, we've only known each other for four years mm. since COVID. <laughs> and you would think that we knew each other for... 20? Yes, at least. That's Man, what it feels like. That's what it feels like. Yeah. It feels like we've known each other for a very long time. And I know I've said this on the call before, on the um, podcast before, but this is why it's so important to have community because you're going to need people around you to support you, to walk you through. And the Lord does the rest. The Lord is the one that helps you forge the relationship. He's the one that gets people together by his spirit. And when you allow the spirit of the Lord to, you know, form some of those relationships, you'll be surprised. But I think sometimes what can happen is that we don't allow ourselves to open up enough, right? And to be vulnerable. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And to be vulnerable with other people like, hey, I'm going through something. And, you know, hey, you're going through something like let's have a community here where we can just talk about like how we're going to get through some of these challenges, how we're going to get through some of that stuff. And you're going to need people around you. You're going to need people in your life to support you, to uphold you, to encourage you. I've I've said this before, but don't wait till you're going through something to try to make friends. Right. Cause it's, that's the worst time to make friends. It's, yeah, it is. Facts. It's like, it's, you know, you need friends before you go through a hard time yes. before you're in a season where you're finding yourself challenged or where you're finding yourself, you know, like in a struggle or in a battle, spiritual battle. And Janet, I, I want you to tell me a little bit just about like what has you coming into like the family of 
believers or just having a community? Like, what has that done for you in your Christian walk? Yeah, so um, I, I'm going to have to take us back a little bit. Take right, us to, back. Um, so, so that it provides some context as to how you and I met and, and how that community really forged. So I, I grew up in a very legalistic and religious um, Christian atmosphere. Not necessarily in my home, but um, the the you can hold it up a little bit too. Yeah, oh, it just yeah. like it. It just kind of it slid. just does these things. Like mics are like mics can be mics. Maybe yeah. maybe I'll just hold it just just so that we're there. You go. Yeah, that works. Um. So my parents. Uh, I am a first generation uh, American. Um. They came uh, from an island, and on the island they were part of uh, the Catholic church. And when my parents came to the United States, they were here on their own. They didn't have uh, a whole lot of community. Fast forward, my mom was working, was pregnant with me, went to unemployment for whatever myriad of reasons. And she met this lady. And in meeting this lady, this lady preached the gospel to my mom. Wow, praise the Lord. And in that preaching of the gospel, my mom gave her life to the Lord. Um, that started our journey in the, the Christian church. My mom started the journey when I was about two or three years old. And at that time, we, we joined a church. We joined a community. And um, as part of being in, in that community, we also then as as children, we started attending the church school. And in the church school, every year, one of our core curriculums was the Bible. We had to study the Bible. It wasn't a nice to have. Right, right. It was something that was embedded into our curriculum. Prayer also was something that, that we did in, in school, in church. So our whole lives were, were surrounded around church. But it was a lot of, um, as a child, thinking back, it was a lot about the things that we did and the things that we didn't do. Mm. And it maybe wasn't something that the church per se was was really pushing, but because my parents came from a, a Catholic background, the whole family was entrenched, not ju mm. just only in, in, in Catholicism, the religion, but the traditions that came right, along right. with it. And here was my mother um, who was now raising her children in a Protestant um, denomination and really veered away from the church. And that was really um, a, a hurt thing for the family. Mm -hmm. So instead of be it being celebrated of, hey, you're, you're following Jesus, you're, you're following the Lord and you're right, walking right. in his steps, it was seen as something as, hey, this isn't good. And it was really highlighted yeah. about the things that, that we did. But, but fast forward, um, through all of that, because I grew up in knowing, mm -hmm. I knew the word, I knew the do's and the don'ts. I knew the stories. I, I knew the, 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 the heritage and how the, the different people tied with different other people further down the line and where these different places were. I, I I had the head knowledge of it, but my heart was not transformed. Wow. So um, I did leave the church um, in my early 20s, mm -hmm. very, very early 20s. I left the church and I finished college, had children, got married. 
um, fast forward all this time outside of outside of the church, still prayed, still read the word, right. but but still once again from that head knowledge of I know this is I know this is true, I know that this is something that I'm supposed to do, but I isolated myself because since I left the church. And I was doing things that I knew were contrary to what I was taught. I didn't have a community to go back to. I didn't have a community to go back to. And the other piece as part of, of that, of, of that upbringing, it was, we are the truth and we are the only truth and there's no other truth. So if you go somewhere else, you're not, you're not walking in the truth. So that kept me also from stepping into other communities or going, being spirit led and going where Holy yeah. Spirit um, led me to. Fast forward um, in my mid thirties, I, I had a little bit of a life change. Um, and through that, I had to now commit to one church. And I did. Um, I ended um, joining a local uh, church here, a non denominational church, Bible teaching. Uh, church, um, very much in soul healing, uh, that, that, um, there's still an operation in a church that I would absolutely recommend for, for so many, but their, their purpose really was looking at, at healing at the soul level. And I was there for about eight or nine years, but I attended faithfully every week. That was the storehouse where, you know, um, my, my gifts back unto the Lord went where, um, I praised and I worshiped that, that is where I also let go uh, of a lot of things that were attached at, at my soul level that emotionally were, were guarding me. Fast forward, the Lord said, okay, you've been here long enough. Yeah. It's time for another shift. And when the Lord takes you through a shift, he doesn't always do it gently. He doesn't always do it the way that you want that shift to happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, the shift that he th- took me through really shook me. It shook me at the foundation of really asking, um, do I really believe what I believe? Well, that God is real, that he is my savior and that he is Lord. Really, where where is that? And so fast forward, as I'm going through this shift in, in my personal life, um, the Lord reconnected me with, um, our, our mutual friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, she invited me to this small group and, um, I, I was not about letting other people see my dirty mm, laundry. Come on. I was not about That's it right letting there. other people see my inadequacies or my less than or uh, being able to see that, girl, you ain't got it all together because on right. the outside, I had, to, I had to keep it all together, even though on the inside, it was all falling apart. Um, so, so through that, through that season, the Lord knew that he was preparing to carry me through COVID because if I had not stepped into that small group and decided, okay, well, I'm just going to trust this. Right. I'm, I'm just going to surrender to it because me being on my own, on my own island, trying to figure all this out and work through this, it's not working. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the definition of insanity is to keep doing the same thing over right. and over and expect a different result. So I said, okay, well, I'm, I'm going to give this small group thing a try. And, and I did. Um, and 
about nine months after joining small group, COVID hit. Boom. And, and it hit hard. It hit. Um, and through that, through that, um, I think I've already touched on a lot of these pieces. But once COVID hit, I wasn't alone. In Amen. My, in my home, there were just two of us in this in this home physically but i was never alone Praise the Lord. i had my community um yes it was by zoom yes it was by phone calls yes it was by text messages but there was a connection yeah and there was an uplifting of hey we we don't have answers for all of this, you ain't got answers. I ain't got answers. We ain't got the answers, but we know where to go to get those answers. Come on. And, and to have a community that would point me back to Jesus, that would point me back yeah, to the yeah, one yeah. that had the answers, the one that had the solutions, the one that had the direction, the one that had the path. They, my community, bless God, Praise does Jesus. not give me their own advice. One consistent thing is, they always point me back to the word and say, the Lord says, and the word says, Come on. and it comes back to, am I going to believe what the word says? Yeah. And, um, over the past four years, what I have learned is God says what he means and he means what he says. Yeah. And, um, a lot of growth occurred for me when I started taking him at his word. Yeah, I didn't start um, like we say in Spanish. No está buscando siete patas al gato. Mm -hmm. I wasn't looking for seven legs on this cat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have four legs, and it is what it is, right? Um, but that that really shifted for me when my community was like, mm -mm -mm, we're not going to lean into our own understanding. We're going to come back. We're going to come back. What does the Lord say? What is He saying? What is He guiding us to? Where is He directing? And um, and Community has really made a major difference in my walk. It holds me accountable. Yeah. Um, when, whenever I'm going rogue or whenever I'm trying to retreat back to my old patterns, they're like, <laughs> where are you at? Yep. Yep. They, they pull yeah. me back. Um, words of encouragement, uh, words of, of correction. Um, also, um, just having folks that I know that no matter what is going on, mm -hmm. I can always say, Hey, I need, or, Hey, here's what I have available. Um, not sidetracking, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, I think you bring up a good point because I feel like just hearing some of your story is like you had communities for different seasons of your life. You know, you had a community that really kind of restored right within the church right that just kind of restored that inner healing that inner part of you right and then as you transition the lord's like okay well let's let's give you a different community right which was you know the small groups the life groups and now with those life groups you're like okay well now i have other friends and sisters to do this walk that i've just been healed from yeah. and then comes like a deeper type of friendship right and i think this is where sometimes you're going to have different seasons. You're going to have different seasons where, you know, sometimes your community may just be uplifting you. Your community may be restoring you at that particular moment. Your community may be there just to get you through that process. But then there's like, then there's like sisters yeah. and you brought up such a good point. Like sisters that can just be like, uh, uh, 
mm -mm. we're like, no, 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 you, you need to be somewhere else. You need to be where God has called you to be. Right. But I feel like that can't come unless you have that openness with your sisters and a level of vulnerability. And I know you can't have that with everybody, right? We're not saying, you know, just go and, and, you know, tell a sister like, Hey, you're going to be my new sister in the Lord. And I'm going to tell you everything. It doesn't really work that way, but really it's about building that relationship and, and saying like, okay, like, Hey, let's pray together. Hey, let's read the word together. Like, Hey, but you got to let someone in. Yeah, absolutely. You know, you got to let someone in. And I think, you know, one of the biggest things, you know, just in our friendship that has been so, I think, monumental is that vulnerability is saying like, you know what, Janet, I'm, yeah, I am going through something, you know, like help me help you help each other mm -hmm. and having that relationship and, and saying like, Hey, I just, I just need you to hold me up. But not just that, I think sometimes too, there's a trust there where it's like, I see the, the anointing and the calling of God over your life. And, and we do this to each other. Like, Hey, what are you doing? <laughs> hey, like, what are you doing? Like, hey, hey, what's going on? You know, um, Janet was probably one of the first ones to see the podcast. Or maybe you were the first one. Oh, yeah, wow. you were. Okay. Okay. You were the first one. And Janet was like, and we need to do this. And we need to do that. And these cups right here is because it came from our sister's ID. And she's like, you got cups. And, you got and you that's what friendship is about, where it's like, hey, I just want, I want to let you in to something that the spirit of God is saying to me in this season. I don't know what it looks like, you know? And Janet's like, Janet's like, oh, this is great. You know, you were like, you were just like cheering me on from the very beginning. And you're just like, yeah, but it wouldn't have happened. Right. To, to, I mean, to say if we didn't have that kind of relationship right. and that, you know, that friendship and, you know, what, what makes us vulnerable? Like what gets us to that point where we can build community or we should build community with people. Yeah. So I, I think one of the things that I also learned in stepping into this community, um, a lot of times we overshare. Mm. And one thing um, in this in, in in this season and in, in this group, we share some very deep things. Um, not not necessarily just spiritual scripture things, but deep things that are going on in, yeah, in our yeah, personal yeah. lives, desires, dreams, pursuits, Come on. current um, circumstances, whether good, positive, in between, whatever those those may be. But I, I'm I'm talking about not everything needs to be shared. Yeah. Um, and there are some things that need to be shared in its season and in its, it's, it's time. Mm -hmm. And what tends to happen is when, when we are broken, mm -hmm. um, and don't allow Holy spirit to lead us, we lose filter. Yeah. 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 And other people don't know what to do with that. And when other people don't know what to do with that, they tend to shy away from it. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I know for me, what I learned in this particular group, um, it, before I share with this group, I need to share with the Lord. Come on, y'all. That secret place. Because yes. if I'm not sharing share at that, that secret place, when I share it with my community, I'm sharing out of the wrong Come on. place. Come on. Because even in, 
in my unknowing, in my, hey, I'm seeking counsel, I'm seeking wisdom. I don't know everybody's full story. Yes, I, I, I know core stories, but there's intimate, small little details across each and every one of our lives that we may not remember, but when somebody else shares from their brokenness, it triggers something. Yeah, else. that's good. And that's why I have learned in this particular group, before I share with my group, I need to share with the Lord. Come on. He is first and foremost, my friend. He's my lover. Jesus. He, he's, he's my savior. He's, he's my all in all. He is Lord over my life. So why would I share with my friends Come on. before I share with him? Um, and, and a lot of times that's what happens. People come in to a church mm-hmm. and they're like, I just don't fit in. I've said that many a times. Mm. Vanessa's witness. I've said that many a yeah, times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't fit in. People just don't know what to do with me. And I've grown to the point where I, I don't, don't share, but there's also another extreme. I don't share. Mm-hmm, very mm-hmm. kind, very polite, very welcoming, but I don't share. Yeah, yeah. If, you, if you're not in my inner circle, I don't tend to really just. Yeah. So I, I think I've moved from that extreme of oversharing to now I don't share at all. And by Holy Spirit grace, I'm, I'm moving into that balance. Yeah I, yeah. I I see myself moving into that balance. Um, but I, I think that that is one of the core foundations to building vulnerability. Um, because if I share with the Lord first and I unload there, Amen. I'm not unloading on someone else. Um, also, the Lord gives me permission to be okay with whatever those circumstances are, because I've bought it to him. I've placed it in his hands and the things that we place in his hands won't fail. Yeah. So if I place it in his hands first and then I'm sharing with everybody else, okay, I'm just informing you and bringing you up to date to what's already happening. So, okay, now you're caught up. Yeah. Yeah. And I think you bring up a good point, right? Is, is bringing it to that secret place. Mm -hmm. And then what you do share right? You do share with, you know, your, your fellow brothers and sisters in the Lord is from a place of, can you agree with me? Right. Right. Like, can Mm -hmm. you agree? Like I'm praying about this. I'm asking Mm -hmm. the Lord about this. This is what I'm seeing. This is what I'm perceiving in my spirit, but I'm asking that you, you know, can you come in agreement with me? And I think also like, Hey, is there's, there's power in wisdom, right? Wisdom is in the Bible, yeah. right? There's mighty men and women that had such great wisdom. You're also sharing it from a place of, you know, like if Holy Spirit speaks to you concerning this, right? Right? Because when you, when we all, any of us bring something to someone, our desire is like, can you hold us in prayer? Right. Like, because the spirit of the Lord may, may share something with that person, because you've shared it from right. that place of intimacy is, Hey, I've already filtered this with the Lord. Can you come agreement with me? You know, can you agree with me? And sometimes, you know, you may not get agreement because like, there might be something that the spirit of the Lord is like, Hey, let's talk this out. Let's, let's, let's walk this out in wisdom. And I love what you said, because if we don't go to that secret place and we're, then we do speak out of emotion. And then we do speak out of like, I don't know if I'm ready to listen to what someone else says, because we've all been there, right? Where, you know, we don't take it to the prayer closet. And then when we take it to our friend, you know, Ooh, not pretty, not pretty. 
you know, and then not pretty also, if you get the response of like, I would check your heart on that, you know, like, Hey, I don't, I don't, you know, I don't know. I don't know if your heart is right in that place. And that, that comes to having good friends, right? Having good brothers and sisters in the Lord. That's like, Hey, I need you to go check your heart. Your heart is definitely not in the right place, but they'll get less offended if they've already taken it to the secret place. But if they haven't taken it to the secret place and then you bring some direction, correction, (laughs) then it can get a little mucky. It can get a little mucky. And I think one of the things that, you know, when we begin to truly trust the Lord to place those people in our lives that can begin to sharpen us, you know, where, as the Bible says, iron sharpens iron, you know, and I think also, you know, as you begin to build and form those relationships is, is praying about those things. Like, I think one of the things that, you know, I love Janet for, (laughs) she's got an amazing voice, but, um, I think one of the things that's so amazing about her is like, she's got a scripture, like she'll be pulling out a scripture, like, hey, I want you to read this. Like, are you? Oh, you got something? You just be like, <laughs> we were talking early, and 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 she's like, Proverbs thirty one. <laughs> you know, like that. And but this is why the word is important. Yes, very important. Right. This is why you know having that time with the Lord in the morning, having that time where you get before the presence of God and reading your word are like just that perfect combination. Right. It's like where, you know, you are just growing in the spirit of God. What does that growth look like for you throughout the years, Janet? Just like like just like, you know, growing in the spirit of God. Like, how did you even get into, you know, like I'm going to go in prayer before I talk to my friends. Let me get into prayer. Like, how did that all come about? Because that's that's maturity. Yeah, it really is. I mean, it's it's a maturity when you can say. Let me go unload before I come here. You know, that's a maturity. How can how can people begin to just grow and mature in the things of the spirit, things of God? So I think a lot of times we ask the wrong question. Mm. And as I mentioned, I had all of the head knowledge to your word. I got a scripture. Why? Because that word was deposited in me very early mm-hmm, on. Mm-hmm. Um, I I knew the scriptures. I, I knew I had to memorize memory verses every week. That was part of our, our of our, our doctrine, right? So so that was deposited, but the word wasn't alive in me. Mm, come on. Yes. The, the word wasn't active and and really, you know, just lifting up all that dirt and, and washing it away. Um, so I, I had the, the word, but I denied the power thereof mm. of it in 2006. Um, there was a bold, bold pastor. And I say bold because the, the church he was a tie that he was tied to. Yes. New Trinity, but didn't, but didn't believe in the, activation and mm. empowerment of Holy Spirit. Those, those were gifts that were no longer active for this, uh, for this age, yeah. Yeah. but he was emboldened and taught the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And in 2006, um, I, I knew I needed it. Come on. I wanted it because the word by itself not enough. Right. So he said, Hey, the way that you quicken the baptism of the Holy spirit is, um, be baptized. 
because that's that's how um they they did it. So I said, okay, well, I got rebaptized in two thousand and six, um, and fully rededicated my life to the Lord, and that's where the Lord really started that true spiritual Maturity. journey. Amen. It was in 2006. I was baptized with the um, Holy Spirit at that time. And that awakened um, a curiosity and an awareness and knowing that the word is alive and active and sharper than any double edged sword. Amen. Um, And he he takes us. Um, and I think I mentioned this to you earlier, Vanessa, he, the Lord really does take us from glory to glory. Yes, and, yes. and that glory is a, a, another revealing, another eye-opening event. Yeah. And I remember maybe about, this must have been about five or six years ago, I, I asked the Lord the question, and I think this was the right question. I said, how is it that those that are in the world Mm. who are operating in wickedness and witchcraft in the things of of the enemy camp have more power oh we going there we're going there <laughs> have more power amen than than we who are christ believers who are you know serving the resurrected one the only one who has gone to hell gotten the keys come of death and hell and have, has come back and we're powerless Wow. So that was the question that I asked maybe about six years ago. <laughs> and the Lord said, Oh, you really want to know? Come on. But asking that question, my world was turned upside down. Amen. But in turning my world upside down, he made it right side up. Hey. Because I have stepped into knowing that every dot, every tittle from Genesis 1 all the way to Revelation 22, 21, 22, um, it is a lie. And it applies to me and it has power and it has restoration and it has the ability to take the broken things to make it whole and the dead things to come back to life. So, um, I think I forgot what your question was. (laughs) So good. So good. So good. I'm going to read that scripture out though. Cause I, as you said it, I was like, let me go get it. Um, Hebrews 4, 12. For the word of God is living and active, sharper than any double-edged sword. It penetrates even to dividing soul and spirit, joint and marrow. It judges the thoughts and the attitudes of the heart. Hebrews 4.12. And, you know, (laughs) it's so true, Janet. It's so, so true. Uh, you know, I, I had to tell Janet, is she going there? Because sometimes we can have some real deep conversations, mm-hmm. you know, like the power and the authority of Christ. And I'm going to go back there because okay. I, I really I, you're right. You know, sometimes one of the things as growing as as a believer is knowing your authority and the enemy will will continue to lie to all of us that you have no authority that you, and it's not in us, it's through Christ. Right. Amen. But it's, it's not of us. Trust me. (laughs) But, but if he can keep you in that ignorance, because if he can keep you thinking that he can cause you fear, it's, it's the enemy, like literally he feeds on that. He feeds on our ignorance. He feeds on the things that we don't do. 
He feeds on our laziness, our spiritual laziness. He feeds on the fact that, you know what, maybe I don't want to go to church. And he'll continue to just feed on that. But the more that we know who Christ is and the authority of God, we begin to be powerful in his name. Because you brought up the point, like, how is it that demonic witchcraft spirits like they believe in they listen they believe in their power they They believe in their false you know power but we have a great authority we have the king of kings and the lord of lords and if we don't desire to grow ourselves spiritually if we don't ask the lord right here to search our hearts and to allow us to begin to say like no no no, there's more available there's Mm -hmm. more available like we like only began to touch the surface, I think on our Christianity, even on like, this is why this podcast is called living truth every day, because you should have spiritual thoughts every day. You should read your word every day. You should pray every day. You should know that the enemy's against you every day. You should know that he's forging a weapon against you, these things. But until we, like you said, in 2016, you're like, wait, hold on. There's got to be more. Yeah. There's got to be more. There's got to be more. I I don't know what it is, but I'm going to find it and I'm going to get there. Now, sometimes we can run into some times where we're, you know, finding the wrong things. But you (laughs) praise the Lord for the spirit of God, right? Just guiding you and helping you to continue to grow in your walk and say, you know what? I want to know this word that is alive. Mm-hmm. And when we take the word of God, look, I already see she's bubbling, y'all. I could, when I see my sister, and I know she's like, I got some right there, Vanessa. Come on, just let me hop in. She's bubbling, she's bubbling <laughs> because it is alive, and we don't take it to that truth. We don't take it like to that, like, this word can feed me, yeah. this word can sustain me. But when we do begin to know, it's a weapon, boy. It, it, it sure enough is. It sure enough is. Uh, there's two things I want to touch on. See, yeah. I knew it. Mm-hmm. I knew it. I, I know my uh, sister. Uh, you, you touched on identity. Mm, yeah. When, and, and this is not just a spiritual thing. This is also a natural thing. When we don't know who we are. Right. We are not able to access the things that are available to us. Mm. So for example. Um, you got to say that again. When we don't know who we are, we are not able to access the things that are available to us. Come on. So um, I have family members that are in the United States military service. Thank you so much for your service. Um, But as part of them being in the military, their children are able to um, receive uh, GI bills. They're Mm -hmm. able to get a college, full paid college education because their parents served in a, in the military. However, if that child, yes, they know who their father is. Yes. Or mother, um, uh, they know that they served in the U S military, but they did not acknowledge that they have a part of, of that. They'll go through life trying to pay for their college education or say, oh, I can't go through college because I, I, I don't have the money for it. And they forfeit that full paid college scholarship because they denied their identity mm. or they say, I don't want nothing to do with my parents or anything available, you know, that they have because they're angry at the parents or whatever. My point is 
when we don't know our identity, we leave things on the table. That's on the natural side. Right, right. right. Let's, let's go to the spiritual side. Come on. The word declares that I am more than a conqueror in Christ Jesus who strengthens me. Well, if I don't know Christ Jesus and, and I don't tap into his strength, how am I going to conquer? Yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm not going to be a conqueror. I'm going to be conquered. Hmm. The, the word declares that life and death is in the power of the tongue. Yeah. And, and if I, I don't recognize that the word of God says that I am to speak life, that, that my tongue is the pen of a ready yeah. writer to speak life, to speak spirit. But here, Come on. here I am. That's a song right there. I want to put that on the link because that's song right there. That's actually a scripture that's, too. It's yeah. And it's scripture. It's scripture. Yes. It's yes. Song. Yes. Um, but when we don't acknowledge these things that are ours and that identity, because in the natural, I'm going to say, oh, I'm not a writer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not a writer. But in the spirit, the word of God has declared that I am the pen of a ready writer to speak things in life, to speak things Amen. into existence. Do I have it in my own strength and my own power? Absolutely not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I am powerless. But when I am in Christ, when I abide in him and he abides in me, there's there's just an, an abundance of, of available resources for me. The word of God declares that all of heaven is available to me. So why, why would I not tap into that? Yeah. Um, and by the way, I just want to put this disclaimer on that. I've recognized that identity that all of heaven is available for me and is inaccessible, but I know that I haven't tapped Come on. into all of heaven. There are still things available for me there that I haven't asked for. Once again, the word says we have not because we ask not. Um, so I know that there are many things still remaining for me to tap into, but I know in my identity, if I ask, I will receive those things. So identity is, is absolutely key to, to bring us into, into the realm and truths of those realities. The second thing that I wanted to mention is the word of God declares in, in Matthew Oof, I'm not even going to quote the chapter because I can't remember it offhand, but it's in the book of Matthew where Jesus himself says, my sheep hear my voice and no other will they follow. Amen. And for a long time, I'm like, I don't hear God's voice. I don't hear God's voice. And it wasn't until I started saying, okay, I may think that I don't hear it. Yeah, yeah. But instead of saying, I don't hear it, I'm going to start saying, I hear your voice. I hear your voice. I hear your voice. And I remember I was going through, um, my husband and I were going through some challenges and we're on the verge of divorce. And I remember waking up in the middle of the night and this was the scripture that was just running through. And it was my own voice, by the way. I, yeah. I didn't hear some audible voice, but it was my own internal voice that I heard say, I hate divorce. Wow. I knew that wasn't me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew that that was the voice of the Lord. Um, and it sometimes it comes like that. Sometimes it just comes as a thought of maybe you should go downstairs and give X, Y, and Z to so-and-so. Um, sometimes it comes as a gentle wind whisper, yeah, yeah. a gentle nudge, or um, just as a reminder of his, of his word. But those two things, knowing your identity Amen. And, and declaring and accepting and receiving that you hear his voice. His word says that he yeah. wakes you up 
as one being instructed, opening up your ear that you may hear him. Um, and may those two things be, be true, not just for us, but, but also for everyone viewing this, pod, this, um, this episode. Amen. Amen. See, this is, I'll tell you, I know when she's bubbling, <laughs> you know, but you bring up something that, you know, um, I, I, I want to read this scripture because every time I think of when, when someone says the voice of God, um, but I want to come back to just, just like that analogy that God just gave you right now on the fly, <laughs> but, um, where by, by the spirit of God, let me say it that way, where you have like, oh, that's so good. If we can understand there's an access because of who our father is. And, you know, I I think about when I was in, what what it made me think about is when I was in college and, you know, you, you have to hand, you have to fill out like all this FAFSA stuff and, you know, hand it, hand out this, all this paperwork, but I wasn't living with my parents and I didn't have the same access if I was under their roof that I did if I was, was on my own. Mm-hmm. And so when you said that, when you were saying that, I was like, oh my God, that's so good. Cause I would get denied <laughs> because I wasn't under their roof. I wasn't under their home and I didn't have that same access to my parents. And, and I'm thinking was the heavenly father, like he's seated at the right hand. And there's a, there's something about, this is why we say, right, have your prayer closet, have a time where you can get and sit before the Lord, like you were saying earlier, because there's something about coming into the house, coming into the Lord's gates, right? With that Thanksgiving, coming in and knowing that you are with the father, like have, you know, I tend to tell people too, is like, when you go into your prayer closet, you got to know he's there with you. There is no, like, if you're listening to me or maybe you're listening to me. No, it's like, all right, Lord, (laughs) you know, it looks different every day, right? Like sometimes it's like, all right, Lord, it's early. Or sometimes it's like, all right, Lord, A, B, C, D. And sometimes it's like, Lord, I just thank you. You know, Lord, I just, I thank you, Lord, Father God, because you're, you're, you're majestic. You're, you know, you're amazing. And then it's like, Lord, what do you want me to do? Like, what do you want me to do today? And, but that's, that's relationship. Exactly. Same thing as like the father and the son, there's a relationship there. There's an access point because of the relationship that you have with your heavenly father, you know, and knowing that he desires to hear from you, knowing that he desires to hear from us, you know, cause I know when I was in the, uh, I, I should say early believer, I, you know, I tend to say this, but like, I would say like, Lord, there's so many million people in the world. Like, how are you hearing me? You know, like, are you really hearing me? You know, because those that, like that enemy mm-hmm. was like, bing, you know, just trying to get to my mind. Like God doesn't hear you. He doesn't know. But the voice of the Lord, I got to read the scripture here. Oh, it's actually one of my favorite scriptures. I mean, I have a lot of favorite scriptures, <laughs> but here we go. Psalms. Psalms 29, the voice of the Lord is over the waters. Oh, I should say Psalms 29, three, the voice of the Lord is over the waters. The God of glory thunders. The Lord thunders over the mighty waters. The voice of the Lord is powerful. The voice of the Lord is majestic. The voice of the Lord breaks the cedars. Like we have, I love that scripture. It just gets me. Mm. The voice of the Lord is powerful 
And it's like, just like you were saying, you gotta, you gotta tell yourself, I do hear the voices because there's power in the things that you say. There's power in what you desire to bring life to. If you just, you know, like you said, going around saying, I don't hear the voice of the Lord, I switch that you know, switch that in your mind. Cause it's not always the enemy. I mean, sometimes we give the enemy a little too much credit. We sure enough do <laughs> too much credit and too much time, too much credit. Oh, mm-hmm. Jesus. I got time for that. Too much credit and too much time. Yeah. Facts. Sometimes the enemy has us way too much. We were, um, if you haven't checked out podcasts, I don't even know. Um, 10, number 10 is about distractions. Yeah. It's really about like, Hey, these are some things that can distract you from the presence of God, besides the obvious, right? Like the distractions are like the busyness, the social media, things that you're allowing yourself to entertain. You know, I always say when you're entertaining, you're allowing it to enter you, mm-hmm. you know, like entertainment, enter you. Either, you know, um, we have this thing in Spanish. I don't even know how to say that in, in English. Are you watching TV or is the TV watching you? Or is the TV watching you? Yeah. And there's times that we're allowing that entertainment to truly entertain us beyond, right, what it needs to be. Like the binging of the Netflix, the things that we're like, okay, why have I been scrolling for two and a half hours? It's real. But my prayer time looks like two and a half minutes. <laughs> I've been scrolling for two hours. I've been watching TV for two hours, but scrolling, you know, and scrolling for two hours. But my prayer time looks like two and a half minutes. And those are the types of distractions, right? That the enemy will constantly, de- almost like denying access. Like, no, 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 you don't, you don't, you don't, you don't want to no. And it hinders us from really getting to his presence and running to the prayer room now we'll run to the prayer room cuando you know there's something wrong yeah and that's not well it's good to run it's good it's good but that shouldn't be the only and first time you run there's not to no you're good you got it so so um when we think about our relationship with the lord um all of us are looking for love Mm mm-hmm all of us are looking yeah. for that special one. And I know that we're getting close to Valentine's Day. So I'm, I know a lot of people can relate to this, but we, we're always wanting to have intimacy with another human, with, right. a, with another person in the flesh. And the way that we gain that intimacy and that relationship with this other individual is by investing time. Ooh. And that is the exact same thing that we need to do with the Lord. You know, you, you mentioned about, you know, sometimes it's a two minute prayer. Sometimes it's two hours going into that, that prayer closet. I want to remind folks that, um, in the scripture says, Todo viene por añadidura. everything comes in, 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 in addition. And by the way, I don't know that scripture in English. I just know it in Spanish. Um, but, but it, it comes by adage. It's not something that you step into on day one. Right, it's right. It's something that is incremental and, and, and it comes with growth. I know that at, at, there have been seasons in, in my, 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 my walk with the Lord that I would start praying and man, my prayers were just hitting that ceiling. My yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. And it took me a, a while to understand, well, why was that happening? Was it my mental ascent? Was it that I had some 
hidden unforgiveness in my heart that will not allow my prayers to ascend? Or were there um, attacks that were forged against me? Mm -hmm. Yes, weapons will be forged, but they shall not prosper. prosper. But but there's so many other things. But what I've also now have entered into the waters. I'm not deep into those waters yet. But making my life a life of prayer. Amen. Where, yes, that that intimate closet time, absolutely necessary. Because the Lord is in the waiting. Yeah. I can't always just come to him and say, okay, well, here's my laundry list and, you know, give me favor, give me grace. Don't let me get sick. Make sure my bank is full of finances and, you know, don't make me, you know, lose my temper with anybody today. Yes. Those are all great things to ask for, but there's some ministering that we need to render unto him Amen. a ministering of just being before him and just saying what's on your heart today yeah yeah what do you have to say to me what do you have to Amen. Or, or or just sitting in in just his love and in his glory once again i'm going to bring it back to that that human relationship um i remember there there were seasons where um we had a day off okay this we this is really going to hit home. So daylight saving times where we add an hour onto our our day, and that day just seems like super long. Right. That usually tends to be a very leisure day where mm-hmm. where everybody's just kind of lounging around, hanging around, and there's no pressure. There's yeah, no, yeah, yeah. There's no pressing. And you you look back at that day, and you're like, oh, that was such a good day. Well, what made it such a good day? It made it such a good day because there wasn't any pulling. There wasn't any pressure. It was just really enjoying each other's company. And the Lord desires us yeah. that of us. So um, really, um, in this season, I'm really pressing into ministering more unto the Lord versus coming before the Lord to pull on him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and really moving to make my life an atmosphere of Come prayer on. where I am I am praying even through typing that email, yes. um, washing the dishes, um, cooking dinner, um, bathing my grandson. Yeah. Those, those things that we think about ordinary and common. I am present absolutely doing those things. I am there and I am available, but my heart and my mind is meditating on him and is just in union and communion with him so that when he provides instruction, I'm not caught up in other things and distracted by yeah, other yeah, things, yeah, yeah. To, to your point. So. Yeah. And I think, you know, <laughs> you know, it just, it makes me think about so many things, right? <laughs> but the first thing I think makes me think about is just always being available, right? Uh, I guess that's what I'm hearing in my spirit is like the being available because you are making him always in in and just encompassing him and everything that you do it's almost like i'm available like you want to speak i can speak you want to talk i can talk right it's almost like you know friendship right going back to that right like mm-hmm. hey you free hey can you talk for a minute hey can you you know but god's always listening the word of god says he's omnipresent he's everywhere and so no matter what we're doing right no matter what we're you know like you said in our day-to-day activities 
that we are present with the Lord. We are like, Lord, here I am. Here I am, Lord. Here I am. You know, but that you're that you're also paying attention. I mean, you're always you're making yourself aware. Like I can talk to the Lord right now. I can talk to the Lord as I'm sending this email. I can talk to the Lord as I'm washing the dishes, folding the because you know they, what does studies say? Like we get about ten thousand thoughts a day. That's a lot of thoughts. Like how many of those are focused on like, oh, did I talk to the Lord today? Oh, have I even like had a conversation with him today? Like, oh, and you know, I've mentioned this, I think it was on podcast nine, but like just the ability for us to invite him into everything that we're doing and having that, because that does build relationship. It does. does, um, Imagine talking, not talking to your spouse for two days. (laughs) This is going to work very well, right? Mm -hmm. Like. But when you have that constant relationship where it's like, you know, you're sending messages back and forth, it's the same thing with the Lord, you know, like, hey, Lord, you know, um, I don't know, A, B, C, D, you know, like I'm, I want to have that conversation with you, you know, as you're typing, Lord, who do you have on your heart for me to pray for? Or sometimes you can just like, sometimes I, I, I literally will be doing something and your name will pop up. Right, or one of our other sisters' name will pop up, or someone, mm-hmm. because you're 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 almost like allowing the Lord to bring those names because you're available. Yeah, you're available to hear His voice. You're available to want to, you know, like you said, med- meditate on Him. But it, I think this brings back something because this is the other thing that I had in in my spirit was just like the ability to have Word in you as you meditate. Mm-hmm. You know, like the ability to say like. Okay, Lord, you know, I'm not going to store my treasures up here on earth. I'm going to store them up in heaven. Yeah. But that's something you got to have had read to have come out of your spirit yeah. and have that foundation. And I know you grew up with that foundation. You were like, man, we had to memorize scriptures. You know, like we had to memorize these, this, this, this verse. And I didn't grow up with that. Right. So, like, as an adult, I'm needing to have the discipline. It's mm, good work. Discipline mm. to sit before the Lord and say, "Okay, Lord, this is Your Word. This is Your Spirit. Speak to me." Because I think I've run into a lot of people that this they can pray, boy, they could pray down the fire from heaven. But when it comes when it comes to the the Scripture, the authoritative mm. Word of God that is alive, as you shared this becomes a little challenging. And I read this as an adult (laughs) more than any book that I think I've read in college or anything else, because I didn't want to read. I I wanted to read this. I Mm -hmm. wanted to read the word of God. I wanted to know what was here, what was available for me as a child. Mm -hmm. I wanted to know (laughs) the access points and having that discipline but I say that word because prayer is a discipline. It is. You know, reading your word is a discipline. Inviting him to your atmosphere is a discipline. Mm-hmm. Allowing him to sharpen you and mold you and be that, you know, potter and you be that clay and, you know, bring that correction, bring that direction to you is something that you need to allow God room for. Mm-hmm. And to the more you focus on him, I really feel like the more you 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 consciously are saying to yourself, 
I need to get in prayer. I need to get before the presence of God. Like, did I talk to the Lord today? Is I, I almost feel like you'll begin to grow that discipline. Would you say that? Absolutely. It, it's, it's that intentionality. Ah, uh, good word. Yeah. It, it's about being intentional and incorporating these things. And I have to say in 2024, it's, it's somewhat easier to do some of those things than maybe in prior decades, right? Um, now that we have the word of God in multiple versions, yes, multiple languages, um, and in audible format, yes, um, it, the word of God is something that you can have playing in the background. It's almost your unconsciousness picks up on it. And the word of God says that he will write his word on our heart. He yes. writes it. Because let me tell you, we can read that book from beginning to end. And that word will, it will just wash right over us. See? You read it and it's like, I don't even remember what I read. I don't even, I don't even know what it said. There's many people who have done that, who have read the word of God as a book of literature, because many have. Right. Um, and because it, it didn't, it didn't deposit in them. It, it was of no effect. Mm -hmm. But when you take those extra steps and say, Hey, I'm going to have scripture playing in the background while I am going about the day to day to day, while I'm doing laundry, while I'm washing the car, while I'm driving and commuting, some of us may not commute as much as we, we did, you know, uh, a while back, but while we're commuting, um, while we're doing these, these different activities, having that word playing in the background, our spirit is listening Come on. and picks it up and, and receives it. And you're, you're going to look back. Trust me. You try it out. You try it out for 21 <laughs> days. Just try it out. Come on. And if you try it, you're going to be like, I don't remember. Where, where did I, where did I, where did I hear that? that? Where did yeah. I hear that? And you'll start repeating. And the other thing is you can't just be hearers of the word. You must be, be doers, doers of, of the word. word. And once you start hearing it, there's something inside of you that propels you or compels you, not propels you, but really compels you to go out and do it. And you'll start doing things or saying things. And you're like, wait, wait, when did that happen? Yeah, where, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where, where, where did that occur? The other piece I, I want to add to that, because um, faith comes by hearing yes. the word. And when we have that, the word of God playing, by the way, I, I do still think a tangible Bible, real, real tangible Bible. Um, it can be whatever color you want it to be, whatever size you want it to be, whatever version you want it to be. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, these days I pack light, so I, my, yeah. mine is much thinner than, than most, but, um, you know, worship. Come on. Oh, yeah. Oh, ooh. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Let's yes. do it. Yeah. The word of God says that, that he seeks um, those who will worship him in spirit, spirit. and in, in truth. truth. And um, many times we we hear worship or praise music and we love it. Um, we all have different beats that we like. Yeah. Um, some of us like instrumental. Some of us like contemporary. Some like gospel old hymns, a, a mixture. Take your pick. Yes. Whatever, whatever you desire. But what I would like to encourage is as you have this worship instrumentation playing, it is the word of God 
being spoken over you. And it is an opportunity and an invitation for you to invoke that word that is being sung. Um, On the way here, I was listening to the song, I Give Myself Away. Yes. Think about it. I give myself away. Mm-hmm. so you can use me mm-hmm. it's not just a song that is a prayer but it is the word of god the word of god inviting you yeah inviting you to surrender the word of god says come unto me all ye who labor and are heavy laden i will give mm-hmm. you rest that's an invitation so here's the song i give myself away so that you can, can use me, me. That is a declaration. And a lot of times we sing these songs because it's just the lyrics are on the screen and that's what we're doing today at service. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. But this is the word of God, which is alive and active and sharper yeah. than any double-edged sword. And I would like to encourage those viewers, the next time you sing any of these lyrics, think about what you're saying. Think about it. Yeah, think yeah. about what you're saying. Um, that it may have the true power it's intended to have over your life to transform you from the inside out, that your praises will be a sweet aroma that envelops the heart of the Father. Amen. Because it's it's an invitation. It's a it's a two way invitation. Um, I know that in the in the Catholic Church they they do this a lot, and um, I remember as a child doing this. It's a it's a call and response. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the, the priest or the reader for that, that they would, would read out of the word of God and the congregation would respond. We see that in, in Exodus where Moses came to Israel after they were delivered out of, out of Egypt. And, um, Moses says, and these are the laws of the, of, of, of God. Will you fall in them? Paraphrasing here. Yeah, yeah, Don't yeah, quote yeah. me, but, um, paraphrasing. And Moses says, will you do all of these things? And Israel responds. Responded, yes, we will do all these things as a call and response. Yes. And that is what, what worship is. But it is also a discipline that helps you grow. Amen. Um, tap into what's available, um, audio Bible, worship music, but step into the things that it, it invokes and calls. Yeah. Amen. 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 She says that as a worshiper, because this man, Janet can sing, man. She can, she can worship, not sing. She can worship. She can use her vocal abilities to worship. But, you know, one of the things that, like, I, I love that you said there is just really knowing that as you're worshiping on to the Lord, you're worshiping the Lord. Yeah. This is where, you know, I remember me and you had this conversation and I said, she said, Vanessa, do you know the difference between worship and praise? Do you remember that? <laughs> and I was like, Janet, I have no idea. <laughs> I am not musically inclined. I was like, Janet, I really don't know the difference between worship and praise. And Janet's like, she's breaking it down for me. And, you know, like this was just like a couple months ago, was. you know, and, and I'm like, oh, okay. But the worship, you know, the worship onto the Lord, you know, praise is like, yeah, Lord, I know you got this, right? Yeah. Like, hey, yes, Lord, I, I, you got this. But the worship is, is it's that heart posture. It's that I do give myself away. I, I am yours so that you can use me. That's a William McDowell. I mean, I like I, a lot of people sing that song, but I like the William McDowell version just in case you want to look that up. But I give myself away. 
because it's it's where you're really positioning yourself to say, Lord, like I I wor- I, I I worship you. Yeah. Like this, you are, you are the center of my life. You are all, everything to me. Like, it reminds me of the song, Jesus at the center of it all. Yeah. It reminds me of that because that's really what it is, is where you're like, Lord, this, everything I do is for you. And may it be it all for you. You know, may, may you be the one that like, that I turn to. In every situation, may you may be my alpha, me my omega. That's right. <laughs> you know, may you be the the my help in every present time. Like every, I, I chopped up that scripture, but may you be the one that I always am surrounded around. And it, it's it's true. I think one of the ways that you get to having some of those discipline is knowing who your father is, but also understanding that you know, your heart of worship can open up, can give you access. Mm -hmm. Your heart of worship can give you access to the father because it's where you're positioning your heart. We don't, you know, you don't go to service and they sing all these, you know, pretty songs. You know, we start with four songs or three songs and a message. Like, do you think, no, it's, it's to open up. It's to give you access. It's to say like, okay, like, I, I don't want to worry about anything that I just happened, you know, as I came to church, but like, let me just allow myself to prostrate myself where my heart is ready to receive the word, to have access mm-hmm. to receiving the word of God, where my, where the word of God becomes, you know, that foundation, that root. And it, you, you do, you get there a lot of the times by worshiping and asking the father and praising and giving him thanks and adoration enter the gates with thanksgiving you know and as you as you begin to you know worship it gives you an access point to be before the presence of god and then all these other things begin to happen right like where god starts to work on our hearts when we're in that place you know it's like why am i crying while i'm worshiping it's because you're giving him access you're 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 before the presence of god you know you're 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 right there and i know and i think you know i I mean i know i've had moments like this where it's like one song on the radio and i'm like like floodgates (laughs) It's just like, because I'm allowing what I'm saying to be so ever real in my present time is because I'm, I understand that I'm, I'm not by myself. You know, the Mm -hmm. spirit of God is with me. The spirit of God is like right here. He's here right now, but he's here. He's with me in every moment. And, and maybe that's a good discipline is maybe if, if you're struggling with, you know, reading your Bible, if you're struggling with prayer, just start with worship. You know, start with worship music, allow that to just, you know, saturate your atmosphere, allow it to be, you know, maybe the thing that you start with. And just like Janet said, like have it everywhere, whether it's the the Bible app, you know, talking to you, whether it's worship music in the background, something where you're just like, okay, wow, this is good. Like, I need this. I need this. And, and we do (laughs) all of us. We need it. We need it. We need, we need it. Well, I just also wanted to give a disclaimer. Um, worship is not about sounding great. Come on. Um, worship is a, 
about that, as Vanessa said, that heart posture. One of the most beautiful sounds that I love is to come into the house of God and just hear the voice of his people come on. adoring him. Mm-hmm. There's no sweeter sound. And some may be off key. Come on. Some may That's not me. know lyrics. Some may make up lyrics. Some may be singing a totally different right. song. But the sound. Yeah. The sound. It, it, it breaks down walls. It tears down barriers. I just love it. And um, sometimes the, the songs may just need to be on repeat. Right. Come on. There was a season, um, and this is a Spanish one, um, and it, it talks about um, it's not by power, it's not by might, but by your, by by your my spirit. spirit. And it's a Spanish one, and it's a little like, No es por espada, ni es por ejército, mas por su santo espíritu. And there was a That's season. Georgia. That was a season where um, I just needed that because there were some big mountains that needed to be torn down. And my continuously putting that in the atmosphere. And by the way, I was continuously putting that in the atmosphere because I needed my mind to be transformed. Wow. My mind to be transformed into that reality that it's not by my my might. It's not by my power, but by his 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 strength and his spirit. Um, So so. Music and worship has the ability to really change things. So if there's a discipline to keep a hold of, reading your Bible, prayer, and worship. Come on. That's like that's like three weapons. Can, can we have, can we yeah, let's go for it. Fasting. Fasting. Hey. Yes. Fasting. Yes. The word says that Jesus is our cornerstone. And when we yes. think of the cornerstone, it has four corners. And, you know, thinking about, there's so many other disciplines, by the way. But this is, um, these are the, I think, the four core ones. Come on, yeah. We we forget about fasting and, and Vanessa is is a witness. Um, I really didn't step into fasting about three years ago. Mm-hmm. And it really has been transformational. I am a foodie. Mm-hmm. I love me some food. Um, yes, um, can throw down some right, really right. good meals. Um, so she's the, a great cook too. But the Lord knows that. Yeah, um, I'm all about um food, but entering into that discipline and being able to step away from yeah. things that I delight in because there's a deeper delight that I am pursuing really shifts things. And um, I think it also declares and and puts an announcement out into the realm of the spirit. Hey, she's serious about this thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's a seriousness about this thing that, yeah. We ain't messing around. So it it sends messages both ways. It changes me in in the process, but it also changes my circumstances. Not not because uh, I don't want to make this about works. Because let me tell you, I confess every day, any day, and it don't do nothing if I'm doing it with the wrong motives, right. or the wrong desires, or the wrong pursuits. Um, but absolutely, I think fasting 
is, is like that linchpin for the word and prayer and the worship. It just really ties it all together and says, hey, in, in worship, I'm acknowledging that you yeah. are you know, the, the everlasting, you are the, the great I am, you are the mighty one of Israel, you are, you are the yeah, great yeah, I yeah. am. In, in prayer, it is a full surrender of, hey, I ain't got nothing. I can't figure this out on my own. Right. Here it all is. Reading the word is, what's your instruction? But in fasting, oh man, is that crucifying the flesh? Oh, a sacrifice. Ooh, that's saying flesh backseat because uh you know the spirit is, is coming forward so just want to encourage um your your viewers Amen. um that that cornerstone think about that cornerstone the four corners i'm not saying by the way that these things replace jesus the cornerstone no right right but, right but just thinking about jesus is our cornerstone four corners and and these four disciplines really are, just becomes those those pillars that grow out of it so amen. amen 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 i told y'all she could sing you heard that right she drew she dropped them she dropped them vocals i was like all right come on now come on with it um but yeah i think there there fasting is that sacrifice it's very sacrificial i mean there's a lot of things you know sacrificially that we do onto the lord but that's just like one of those things where the bible says like some things come out only by prayer and fasting that might need to be the next time you come on because but you know that's a whole different deliver when we were talking about deliverance like listen we could talk we could we could talk about some things that you know the lord has allowed us to see in in this you know journey and you know just the ability for us to you know continue to grow and mature in the things that i think we've all learned but I, i i think those four things right there can help you truly grow closer in your in your spiritual walk and help you grow closer to the Lord, but can also just mature you, you know, can mature you to the point where you're just like, man, I got this, you know, no, like I don't have to just do a fast one time a year, you know, <laughs> like I can fast. There's, there's a blessing behind fasting throughout the years, uh, throughout the year. There's, there's a blessing behind, you know, anything that we do onto the Lord. And you, you said it <laughs> with the right heart with the right heart so janet there's going to be a part two to this looking forward to it there's going to be a part two i really really just enjoy having you you know on this podcast and just being able to you know share and and you know grow grow us you know i think you have a lot of great wisdom you know i i i know i know this is where she gets all shy but i really do i think you have such great wisdom and you know, honor. And there's more things that I think you're truly have great, uh, great wisdom on, especially as a mother, you know, as a mom, as just someone that's in the ministry in different areas, you really, truly have so many giftings. She's got an administrative giftings. Anytime we get together as friends, she's planning it out because that is just one of her many giftings, you know, and anointings and and just prophetically, you, you, you know, God gives you you know, words of encouragement. And, and we got to talk about that gift and how God has truly grown you. So I really want to have you back on the podcast. I will. I will definitely be back. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Can you pray us out? Absolutely. Amen. Absolutely. 
Father God, we give you, you praise, Jesus. honor, and adoration. You are great and mighty. Father, we thank you for this time of union and communion with your presence. We thank you, O oh God, that your word has been sent out to change and transform us from the inside out. Yes. Let every hearer, O oh God, be a partaker of your kingdom. Let every hearer, O oh God, be a new creation in your hand. Father, we bless this platform by your presence. We bless yes. almighty God, those who tune in, but almighty God, we ask even more blessing for the one that you have enabled to be your mouthpiece. We bless our sister Vanessa in the name of the Lord, in the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. 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 God bless you guys. Thank you for joining. If you haven't yet, subscribe onto the podcast. Make sure you get those notifications. We're officially going to be live soon here on Apple and we have other platforms. So looking forward to that. God bless you guys. Have a great, great day. Amen. You were just listening to Living Truth Everyday Podcast. Subscribe if you haven't done so yet. Make sure to like us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube where we post updates about this podcast and much more. We welcome you to join us for the next episode.